You're listening to the Freshly Baked Crackers Podcast. Freshly Baked Crackers. With your hosts, Josh Guster and Ian Maxwell. Here is the soup. <laughs> Intergalactic Suco. This is the Freshly Baked Crackers Podcast. Well, hello, everybody. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Crackers. How's everybody doing? Yeah. It's just the two of us. It's the witching season. Exactly. We're getting into the holiday month of Halloween. Getting into the spooky times. Spooky sweaters, s'mores. That's what the fuck is going on right now. Leaves and cool air. I'm so deep into the Halloween season. I am doing this podcast from inside of a car. (laughs) And that car is at a drive-in movie theater. Shout out, by the way, to Harvest Moon Drive-In Movie Theater in Gibson City, Illinois. Oh, yeah. It's a small-town drive-in movie theater. They are not paying for this bump, um, but they do really, really rad stuff. And tonight, um, we are there watching on the main screen, or the one, first screen, they have original Halloween, original Nightmare on Elm Street, second screen, Friday the 13th, and original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So, Fuck yeah, very cool. I, I, I mean, there's a lot of that stuff that's kind of going away, and that's... Yeah. Uh, I really, I love, I love drive-ins. I mean, Absolutely. you know, we we both know that very few things in this world that we love as much as we love movies. Yeah, absolutely. And I love the drive-in experience. I just love it. And I luckily live in the Midwest where there are three of them within driving distance of my house. Right. Which is rare nowadays. But anyway, absolutely. how are you doing, brother? Yeah, doing good, man. Enjoying some, some time at home and fucking windows open, not worrying about my air conditioner for a little bit. So it's yeah. great. Oh, fucking so excited. Got all kinds so, of good horror Halloween stuff that came out this week. So, yeah, dude. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, a big week for Marvel. Yeah, absolutely. Biggest week for Marvel in a long time, actually, I would say. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, no. I, I mean, I know that obviously No Way Home was a giant moment for Marvel over the pa- over mm-hmm. Phase 4. But, man, giving us Daredevil and then this Werewolf by Night special mm-hmm. the same week is just, it's just such, such a, we've talked about this a lot. It's just such a good time to be a nerd. Yeah, no, for sure. Especially a Marvel fan. Like, there's just. Now they are. We're in an intermission right now at this movie theater. And I'm sorry to keep bringing it up, but at this drive in, they have just started showing the the film for Thriller. Oh, that's amazing. Look, look, like. I wasn't that scared. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen this since it was on MTV when I was a kid. This is crazy. (laughs) That's incredible. This is a very very cool place, though. And if you are within driving distance of this. drive-in movie theater and you can get out here and support them do it because drive-in movie theaters need the help and they are doing really cool shit absolutely real. um yeah because once they've started doing this intermission they've started playing the, like this is halloween from nightmare before christmas <laughs> but now they're showing the full thriller movie <laughs> that's amazing so yeah yeah pretty great anyway where do we start start with with she hulk yeah yeah that's probably since that uh, that's the thing i think everybody's been waiting with bated breath for this entire season um, oh, I think so. Happened. I think that, like I sent the the message I sent you uh, Thursday morning was just She Hulk pays off big, <laughs> right? You know, I mean, and and I mean, now that we've gotten to this point where they are getting more into the superhero ness of it, mm-hmm. I I'm just I'm a kind of a curmudgeon. Like now, I can start to <laughs> appreciate the first few episodes of the show more, right? And and the She Hulk building, but man, it was it was just great to see charlie cox back full on absolutely and how they interacted they were great together when oh she's, yeah i agree 
Jin and when she's She-Hulk. They mm-hmm. they just just acted the fuck out of those scenes, but they're really good chemistry together. Incredible chemistry, yeah. From what Mark Ruffalo said, he's to saying that like from now on, when we see Avengers stuff, She-Hulk will be involved in it. That's awesome. Like this uh, is not good. just a, a short run. Like, and I've read, I think I read that she is in Cap Four. Oh shit! That, I mean, that would it's make not sense because officially announced, but they're clearly showing us the leader and stuff with uh, with all this intelligentsia and the stealing of her blood. Like, and he's supposed to be the big bad in uh, Cap Four, so uh, it would make sense, you know. I didn't think about that. I've I've been so blind about She Hulk because I've been <laughs> so angry about the Megan the Stallion scene <laughs> that I didn't even think about the leader tie-in until you just said that. So that's. Yeah, um, pretty yeah, it's, awesome. It's actually kind of a, a linchpinny in a way, which is very fun in a show that is supposed to be uh, goof em ups and is kind of playing off of the fact that we're expecting it to be a throwaway show. And yet it's got a right. bunch of shit going on. Whatever Hulk's up to, the stuff with Intelligentsia and the leader. I mean, are we going to say like Cox that? Whatever, back, like, are we going to say whatever Hulk's up to? We know what Hulk's up to. I mean, we... <laughs> we set up world war hulk i yeah. mean that's what has happened in this and that's another huge thing that kind of just kind of got yeah folks off to sakar it's like no we all know what that means that's right? a well, huge like, deal yeah. Is, yeah we just kind of got confirmation that they're going to do world war hulk somehow i mean the uh the red hulk reference drop even if it's just a uh-huh. week all of us and... Ooh, michael jackson just turned around and looked at the camera with the yellow eyes <gasps> and the... i guess it wasn't the full movie now that we i just watched it it was just a shortened video but still uh, yeah very awesome very cool yeah Love getting to see that niche stuff on a big screen you know yeah man i mean this is a kitschy piece of americana that i'm mm. glad that we still get to have absolutely and it's a full moon tonight it's just a great night for perfect. this shit perfect um it looks like they're they're advertising now that they have dino nuggets up at the Ooh. at the snack bar so this place knows that's what going on to. too yeah <laughs> awesome. i know what they're doing Definitely. The good thing about that is I can bring my youngest here and not have to worry about bringing outside food because literally the only thing he eats is dino nuggets. Perfect. So this place is made for him. They got chicken and fries. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so once, so once Charlie, I mean, obviously we knew this was going to happen. Yeah. I mean, I, I think actually um, a bit has been the fact that he's not shown up in the episodes yet. Like right. made a, a running gag of, I know you're waiting for fucking daredevil to show up, you know? Yeah, and I love her. I love, especially at the end of the episode, the fourth wall breaking that she does. And she's like, is this the twist? <laughs> Why are we having Like, hold scene? on. This yeah. episode should be over with, you know? I'm <laughs> like, I love that. I love that about it. I really, you know, that I dig that. I dig that. Uh, and I know we're going to get more of that with Deadpool, obviously. Mm-hmm. But um, it's it's fun seeing comic book characters that know that they're comic book characters, you know? Yeah. Fictional. It's Speaking of which, giant announcement is Deadpool 3 with yeah. Hugh Jackman coming back as Logan <laughs> yes. again somehow. I don't know how they negotiated that deal. <laughs> I don't um, know. He was pretty adamant about Logan being the send-off he wanted for the character. I mean, I know him and uh, Ryan Reynolds are tight, and, like, I don't know, but a lot of money and a fun chance to make up for uh, X-Men Origins, I guess, you know? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Let it happen. Yeah. Have an actual good, fun goodbye. I mean, Logan's great, but that's a pretty somber goodbye to this character we've loved. Like, give him a sure. fun goodbye. Let's give him a fucking hurrah out of here. You know, I think it's cool. yeah. I'm ex- especially with the new. I'm one. excited. Um, I'm also excited about the proposed X Men cast that you and I talked about. Because <laughs> yes. um, if you don't think Tony Shalhoub could be one of the greatest Wolverines of all time, I mean. <sighs> You Google his picture. The very first one is him all bearded up. Like, I, I think it kind of works. It's a little weird. Uh, you know, I don't know if I'm just crazier now, but 
I could say. I don't know if we've talked about it here, but I know we've talked about it in real life and the idea that young Bob Hoskins <laughs> would yes. have made such a great <laughs> Wolverine. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, God. Just, just angry Bob <laughs> Hoskins. And he's like a little, because he is, Drunk he's just like a little emerging. ball of muscle. Yeah. Yes. Just a, little, like, a lot of shoulders <laughs> for a little guy. Yeah. That would have been, it would have been great. Obviously, Josh Holloway is always our pick for Gambit. Absolutely. But uh, besides that, we just had an idea of just like basically the cast of television wings <laughs> being an aged version of the X-Men. Yeah, of course. Steven Weber as Magneto. Come on. <laughs> Which actually just kind of works. <laughs> he's he's got weirdly does. Weirdly, right? Like that sweat back hair. He really does kind of pull a Magneto in the 90s. <laughs> How funny would that be? I'm just going to start petitioning for Stephen Weber to play everything but Gambit. <laughs> so, Doctor Doom, Stephen Weber. Yeah, actually, I don't hate that. Galactus, okay. Stephen Weber. Perfect. Yeah, why not? Galactus and the Silver Surfer. He could play <laughs> both of roles. Them. Yeah, absolutely. Both Tom Hardy. Uh, Keanu Reeves uh, <laughs> has stated that he wants to play Ghost Rider. Yeah, that's a very interesting choice. It is. He loves motorcycles. He loves motorcycles. Um, I feel like, I don't know, though, that voice of his does mm. not seem, it'd have to do a lot of work to get him to be frightening. It is kind of funny, though, because he is, like, legitimately a stuntman star in real life. So, like, he kind of is Johnny right? Blaze. But, like, you're right, his, his, like, attitude is so much more stoicism and... Like and rad like wisdom, Zen. you know? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> He's not really a maniac demon from hell. <laughs> so yeah, much. what happens if you're Johnny Blaze and you're so chill that you never turn into Ghost Rider? <laughs> right. Would that even be a movie worth watching? It's just like he's only Ghost Rider. At one point, they get him really mad and he really gets the evil up in him and turns Ghost Rider for 13 seconds. And besides <laughs> that, it's just him at a temple somewhere <laughs> just... Pr- Meditating and never turning into the Ghost Rider. Moody motorcycle sequences in the dark. I yeah. still stick with with him being Silver Surfer. Yeah, no, I think that's a great, great choice for him. Because that works with the stoicism of Keanu mm-hmm. Reeves, the quietness of him, you know. Plus the certain thing, you know how many <laughs> point break jokes we can yes, get in there? Absolutely. I uh, mean, it, come it on, Keanu Reeves him. returns to surfing. How? As the Silver Surfer at <laughs> Marvel. Yes. You're yes, welcome. Again, yeah, let's put him in a silver suit. Let's fucking do it, top to bottom. We need more people from Marvel on this podcast. I need to get to the <laughs> point where we start getting people who listen to me. Yes, influence this shit. We'll just push through all these other people that are lower levels until we get to major producers and get one of them on here. Be like, look, do you know who Josh Holloway is? Have you seen Lost? Have you cast Gambit yet? If you have, fire him. I don't care who it is. It needs to be. Josh Holloway. And they're going to be like, Josh Holloway is 52 years old or whatever Josh <laughs> Holloway is. And Gambit is supposed to be in his like 20s or 30s. And I'm like, I don't care. Josh Holloway is a beautiful man who at 52 years old could play 32. Yeah, absolutely. And do the computers for the rest. It'll be fine. Yeah. If we can get a de-aged Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> we've had a de-aged Michael Douglas. Absolutely. We had a Grand Moff Tarkin who wasn't even a human being. <laughs> yeah. You tell me that Josh Holloway can't fucking play Gambit? Right. <laughs> I can smooth out some eye corners. That's I'll it. drive over to your house and I'll fight you in your yard if that's the conversation that we want to have. I'm to that point with people. <laughs> Once we get this X-Men uh, announcement, if Josh Holloway's not on that cast list, I swear to God, Hollywood, you got me to deal with. I'm going to make it your problem every fucking day. We're throwing down the gauntlet right now. <laughs> yeah. 
and you don't have to get on board with this, Ian, because I don't want to. I don't want to take you down this path with me if you don't want to, because it's going to get dark. I am a good toady. I'll be here along the way. Don't worry. I'm going to start sending like playing cards to people's houses <laughs> with Josh Holloway's picture for the artwork, and it's like, look what you should have done. You could have had him for gamble. <laughs> there is one X Men rumor going on. Um, I don't know if we talked about this or not. Have you seen Maverick? I still haven't seen Maverick. Yeah. The guy that plays Hangman is supposedly cast as Scott Summers. Right, yeah. And he uh, keeps denying it, but that's just a Marvel thing to yeah, deny that you deny. are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of the... <laughs> if you're going to be in a Marvel movie, they're like, look, here's the deal. That movie don't come out for five years. So for the next three years, you got to deny that you're in this movie. <laughs> just <laughs> lie to everyone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because you know, like, this shit has been figured out for a while. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, I mean, we were hearing about a Werewolf by Night special two years ago. Yep, absolutely. So this is these things don't just happen within the no. year that they come out, you know. I mean, well, and you know they've been thinking be about X Men since the MCU began. I mean, like that's, that's yeah. one of the biggest cash cows Marvel's had in their pocket forever. So, of if course. you don't think that there are corporate meetings where they sat down and were like, "What if? What if we get right. the X Men back?" Every five years, what? I would imagine they've got a new rotating cast that they put. All right, who's who's going to be our next X Men yep. if we could do it tomorrow? You know, that shit's yep. happening. These all people the time. have aged out of the roles. Who do mm-hmm. we do it if we could do it today? Absolutely, they're ready. And. I liked all these talks about Giancarlo Esposito having uh, talks mm. and sit downs with people, and they say that he has been in talks for Magneto or Doom. Oh, I mean, I'd be down for him to do anything, honestly. Like, I think he'd I a would good rather too, him be Doom, but I, I think he'd be a great Doom. Yeah, yeah, I think he would be a better Doom than Magneto. I think he would be a better Xavier than Magneto. He's more of an that. intelligent hero or villain, you know, than he is. Like Magneto is is an intelligent guy, but he is a, a rebel rouser. You know? Sure. You uh, watch uh like I've been watching Better Call Saul. Oh yeah. And before that I watched Break I mean I'm a breaking bad person. I of just course. now but I, I put off Better Call Saul and just now kind of got through all of it. And like his exposition when he sits and the way he stoically talks to people so calmly and so eloquently as he speaks to them, you yeah. know, and, and, but he's talking about these series like death mm-hmm. and murder and these very, and drug trade and things like that. But Just like, so cold. Yeah. But still like the way he speaks reminds me of cartoon Xavier a lot. Mm-hmm. For sure. Which Just boy, that I can't wis- wait to get like you that. Said that wisdom. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Um, while we're sitting here talking, I'm um, watching what's going on, on the screen here at the same time. Just so everybody knows, one of my favorite horror movies, not even really a horror movie, I'd say a Halloween movie, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Trick or Treat, coming out to theaters next weekend for the first time ever. Hell yes. Came out in 2007. In 2022, it's finally getting 15 years later, it's getting a release. <laughs> getting to do it deserves um, it. Fucking great anthology film. Such a great movie. And like there was all the rumblings of a second one. Oh. And now the, now the director has said, well, with this theater release we're closer yeah so yeah. i would love to see it i would love Same. to see they, i know they did a lot of other stories in comic form oh interesting um, i didn't realize that. after the film yeah and i've got a fun co-pop of sam of course yeah um, i mean it's got a little yeah. cult following is i mean it's fucking oh, rad. Doubt. it's so fun um but underrated but man, I would, it is I, so many people have never even seen this mm-hmm. movie and it's a lot in my in my opinion it's a lot like cabin in the woods mm where it's not necessarily scary it's just fun yeah no it's just it's just halloween shit like yeah yeah, there can be things that are in the realm of horror that have things like ghosts and Mm -hmm. monsters and things in them but they don't necessarily have to give you nightmares they can you can just watch them like this is rad as fuck (laughs) yeah absolutely shit 
And that's how I feel watching Cabin in the Woods. Like I've talked to people about that movie. They've been like, well, it's not scary. <laughs> like, well, no, but it's rad. Have yeah. you ever watched it? It's just yeah. fucking badass. Like supernatural no, fantasy is fucking where, cool, you know? Yeah. I've never sat in the movie and been like, holy fuck, what the fuck is going to happen next? Oh my God. <laughs> but I've watched that movie and been like, God damn, this movie is kick ass. Absolutely. And there's cool deaths and shit. You still fun. get your violence and stuff. Like, oh, when Chris Hemsworth r- ramps that fucking motorcycle. <laughs> And you're like, here it is. They're getting in, like, he hits that invisible thing, just dies right there in the middle of the air. And you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, like, it's so no, good. it's not. And when the monsters come out, it's not scary. But it is surprising. It's just cool. And it's like, yeah. it's got that subversion of the tropes in such a way that, I, you know, I think it's it's shocking. It's not terrifying, but it is. Yeah. It gives you that same gut punch that you get from good horror. So what the fuck, man? It's fun. Yeah. Love it. Speaking of horror, since we're talking horror and it's yeah. Halloween season and stuff like that. Did you finally watch Nope? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. fuck, dude. Now that nope is, is such a good movie. Nope is my movie of the year. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Man, that is so fucking good. Uh, oh, I mean, like, I, I knew it, it was going to be. I loved everything about it. Same. And I think, that, I don't know if we talked about this on the show or if you and I just talked about it, but the original time I saw it, I saw it um, in 4DX. Ooh. Where like your seats move and they they mist water on you and it's raining and there's oh, strobe lights that emulate the lightning strikes around you and there's fans that blow things and um, little air puffers that blow your ears and like feet to like scare you at different Damn. points. Would have been a crazy uh, movie for that because there's like so much sensory <laughs> shit going on in that film. Like there's so like there's points in the movie whenever like it's raining outside mm. and there's lightning and stuff and the wind will be blowing by us. And a little bit of mist of water will be coming down on you from behind the seat, blowing uh-huh. it over your head. And then on the sides of the theater, there's these strobe lights, and they would hit at the same time as the lightning would hit from the film. Ooh. So it would seem like the lightning was around you. Damn. And it was very just submersive. Yeah. And the, the way the seats moved, the seats moved like a universal ride. That's right. And this sometimes translated sometimes to like the galloping of a horse. Or maybe the seats would move in conjunction with how the camera was moving. Ooh. And you would just kind of shift around as the camera moves around, as it's looking for the creature or whatever. And, Fuck yeah. Um, it was an incredible, incredible experience in the movie theater. That's so cool, Savick. Yeah. And, you know, you know, you and me, we, I mean, movies mean the world to us. Yeah. Like, the movie Theaters are church pretty much. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And like, this is one of those things where it's like, man, this is, I've never experienced this before. And this just got me fired up about movies again. Right. It's, I feel like, I feel like it's given me a different connection with that movie. Right. Yeah, because I mean, I love the movie. I I love watching it at home too. But I have this first experience watching it where it was this cool, incredible thing. And yeah, I don't know. I can't think of a better movie to watch it with. Yeah, absolutely. We use so many different points of it, and uh, but the movie itself is just so good, and Jordan Peele is so brilliant. Right, absolutely. Like, and the the idea that the ship is the creature. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Or like, the creature is the ship. So saying, uh, what if oh, UFO so but Jaws, you know, like just the, the thing hunting uh-huh. around for him was so cool. And, and like the fact Jaws that Jaws in the like, sky. Oh, fuck. And it's and the, how terrifying that notion is. Like, where the fuck do you hide? Like, you really do have to just be good with animals, you know, or whatever. Like, yeah. It's so fucking fascinating. And the creature design was really cool. And like, I mean, the digestion sequence, like there's just so much cool shit that we get to, to see of the creature and the way it fucking folds out at the end and everything like it, 
And there are some really so legendary good. horror moments. Yeah. Um, the moment oh. of that, the creature being above the house, raining blood and yes. keys and shit. Yeah. That is fucking incredible. Well, it's like while the rain is coming down around them and that cone of yeah. you know, underneath the creature's uh, like re- umbrella, you know, <laughs> they make the reference. Like, yeah, it's so fucking tense. And crazily, the, one of the scariest sequences is the kids in the alien costumes. That was like such a fucking tense sequence. The sound design oh. was so spooky in that. And, like, and, and, and also, but there's that moment when the sucks. second one pops out. <laughs> And uh, and he says nope. And he nope. turns around, and starts walking <laughs> off. And like I love the use of, of nope too. The refrain like, is so good. Yeah. And he gets out. And he looks up at the creature. He's like nope. nope. Shuts the door and gets back in. <laughs> and you know a lot of people were saying that nope actually stood for not of planet Earth. Oh, interesting. On the way on the, when the movie was coming out before yeah. we really knew what it was totally about. But you know, and that's something else I've read in articles that Peel has said. You know, this no one says that it's from another planet. Right. This could be an Earth-bound oh, creature shit. that we just don't know much about, and they're just maybe there aren't that many of them. Maybe it takes a long time for them to mature. If it hides that well, you know, it could be yeah. feeding on things out in the middle of nowhere. Like, yeah, sure, like, yeah, who knows? Shit, you know, that's a cool other layer. It's just a cryptid, you know. It could be something that who knows what the, the like Native Americans thought this thing was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, you know, fuck. and stuff like that. So, who knows? But that's it could be a space alien too. Yeah, fuck yeah, oh, it could be either it's... one. Such a fucking good movie. Incredible score and soundtrack and yes. oh, God damn it. And the creature design is just so cool. It's one of the fucking most unique creatures. And the fact that it is a creature, like that's a cool flip because they're not, they never really hid that it was going to be some sort of UFO thing. That was kind of in the trailers and stuff, but. Oh yeah. For, starting with the second trailer, they showed the thing. Yeah. But it looks yeah. like a saucer, you know, from a, from afar. Yeah. It looks like a saucer from the first third of the movie. Mm-hmm. So you really and then you start thinking you're like, wait a second, is this thing like some kind of like a manta ray? Yeah. It's sort of and then at the end, too. whenever you see it in its final form, and it's almost like like in the making of they talk about how they were looking at orchids. Ooh, yeah. For a, like unfurled orchids for this thing, and also like sea life, but also flowers and the way that flowers unfurl and different than like it's just Mm, I, love, I that. love that too, you know, and you understand this. You've talked about this to me several times about how as people who like this kind of stuff, like interesting and new creature designs get mm-hmm. us going. Yeah. There's only so many times you can do bipedal this and that. And like just something that is genuinely unique is so rare. And like, not only did he give us something unique, we got so many good looks at it. You know, it wasn't obscured in such a way that we didn't get to see how cool that design is, which I think gets lost in a lot of things too. So uh yeah. it, was, it was fucking best of best of all the worlds. Like they didn't cloverfield us. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. We got to see the creature very, very well. I guess there are some shots of Cloverfield that are decent. Yeah. Um, but nothing like the host when the host gets out on that um riverbank and starts mm-hmm. running up and down yeah. and just murking people. You exactly. Can, they're not hiding that creature at all. That's the kind of shit that you don't see often enough, especially with something that's going to be so different and not just like a dude in a suit or, you know, something easily created in a, you know, CG, but uh, the, the fucking shapes is just really cool. And I like the idea of bringing it to plants and stuff. The, the thing that it really reminded me of is uh, the book series that the Annihilation film is based on. Uh, the third book, there's a creature in it that is very hard to describe but that's about the closest it got and i was like fuck yes and it's like this very interesting take on biological design and the tying to right. plants is beautiful like i don't know it's just a fucking really cool thing what is life you know is is the kind of thing i like to see in sci-fi yeah 
And it really brought that while just being also a, a rad spooky movie too, you know, and just a fucking interesting look at filmmaking. And it does, it's the thing that Jordan Peele does. He, he captures all of these things in what seems like just a, a simple spook em ups, but it's always so much more than that. I love it. I also love the fact that he, and he's talked about this in many interviews too, that like he makes black stories mm-hmm. that aren't the stereotypical Hollywood black stories. Yeah. Like, you know, like Hollywood only wants certain people to wear certain costumes and be certain characters. For sure. And I love that he is showing that people that all people can be all things. You could be a horse wrangler and live on a ranch and be a black dude, you know, yeah. like African-Americans. That's the and like Hollywood has really pigeonholed a lot of races over mm-hmm. the years to where they can only play certain roles. They can only do certain things, you know, and like um I really like that he is showing that like every, that black life is just like every other life, you know, mm-hmm. like that, that's not, they're not, everyone's not a certain type of person. Yeah, that, that's a the stereotypical way yeah. that, that people are diverse within their own cultures. even. Exactly. And, and I really, I really appreciate that a lot. You know, I appreciate that the family in us is different than the family in Nope. Mm-hmm. And that the characters in let it, um, I can't think of his first movie. Get, Get out, mm-hmm. are completely different, you know. And and Daniel Kaluuya's character in Bo- and Get Out and Daniel Kaluuya's character in Nope are completely different people. Absolutely. Um, yep. Which let, we can even talk about that too. What a fucking powerhouse he oh, is. He's such a good great God. actor. He's so fucking good. And since OJ is such a subdued character, he's all face stuff. There's just so much in yes. his reactions and yes. Oh my it's God, so he's good. so good at that. The scene where he's standing up there and he's trying to address the crowd, but he's not good at it. We're horse wranglers. <laughs> so real. Or, you know, and like, and like he's, yeah, he just can't get the words out. He's trying to get his sister over there. And then you hear him in an interview speaking. You're like, this dude's as British as I am tall. <laughs> yes. You know, like, and that always trips me out too. When these people who are British never play, like I've never seen him play a British character. Right. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and act like I've ever, I've watched every movie he's been in, but everything I've seen him in, he's either been Wakandan or American. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then when he sits down, he starts talking like, you know, like one of the droogs <laughs> from Clockwork Orange. And it's always a trip to me, you know, or like Andrew Lincoln from Walking Dead. When he oh, starts talking, yeah. Like, oh, wait, you're not from Atlanta, Georgia. You're from <laughs> yeah. fucking London or wherever, you know, wherever you're from, you're from Manchester or someplace. You are not from Atlanta. Yeah. Um, that blows me away because we can't do that as well as they can. We really can't. Yeah. No. Like if you're an American, if you go try to do a British accent, there's like five people that have ever done it right. (laughs) Where, and I could, I'll knock out a Michael Caine that'll break your head. (laughs) And it still sounds, I couldn't do it on screen. Right. Yeah. And do a serious performance. Can you imagine if The Walking Dead took place in the UK and I was in it and I'm on there every week doing a British accent? It would be a comedy show. Yeah. It wouldn't be a drama. Oh, They'd be like, what's this, what's this fucking dumb guy that's always trying to talk like he's British? We can't do it. We can't do Australian accents worth right. a damn. It's just, for some reason, though, British people can come over here and just like slap themselves one time in the face and turn it off. Yep, you'd never know Idris Elba wasn't from fucking Baltimore. You know? I had no idea. <laughs> I watched several things with him in it. And then at some point I'm like, wait, Idris Elba is British? Luther blows you. You see my interview and you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Weren't you on the wire? (laughs) Love it. Um, Love that shit. Yeah. Man, he's a great actor, too. Fuck yeah. Um, 
but yeah, so I, I loved it. I'm, I'm ready to see what Jordan Peele does next. And, you know, we've talked about the director of Blade mm-hmm. backed out. We have, you know, both of us, and I think they're looking at Spike Lee, but we both said, man, Jordan Peele would just be so good mm-hmm. for that. You know, like he loves to tell African-American stories. He yeah. loves to do horror. It's kind of seems in his wheelhouse, but you know, the more I think about Jordan Peele, doesn't give a shit about directing something somebody else, somebody oh. else's character. Well, he doesn't have to do that shit anymore. He's got a, he's got a perfect thing going where he gets yeah. to tell his own stories, and with his own characters, he doesn't have to. Can you imagine if you made three movies where you get to make every decision, and then all of a sudden you work for Disney, <laughs> right? Yeah, like in the the system, you know, of all systems, and the biggest system. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like no, 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 no. You need to. We have to. You have to set up the next six years of films, right? So we Maybe have to have produce you it, these... you know. But definitely, that's kind of. I feel like what happened with Candyman. You know, mm-hmm. he talks about how he loves Candyman. It's his favorite movie growing up. He bought the rights to it and had somebody else direct it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah. I would imagine. I mean, something like that would probably happen. But yeah. then you got a guy like Ryan Coogler, who's also one of the you know top directors in mm-hmm. the world, and he'll jump in there and make these Black Panther movies that are Oscar worthy. Yep. So. I guess it's just a I mean, different personal people. opinion, but yeah. I would love to see a fucking Blade movie made by Jordan Peele. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, his his tonality and his balance of of horror and comedy, he really understands that they are sort of two sides of the same coin, and uh, that's exactly what you know we'd need from a Blade and an MCU is is a good balance of the two things, and he can shoot fucking action so well. Like his stuff is so dynamic. <laughs> He immediately uh, fires Mahershala Ali and <laughs> cast Daniel Kaluuya as Blade, even though Daniel Kaluuya was in Black Panther. <laughs> it's like this is the guy I work with. He's Blade, right? It's fine. Or or Lakeith Stanfield, one or the other. You're gonna choose one of these. Or Lil Rel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'd be great. Why not? I'm Blade. I'm Blade. <laughs> Give him a that. chance. Yeah, I'm too scared to be Blade. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, th- I read an article that was pretty interesting. The idea that, like, I mean, a lot of Wesley Snipes' Blade stuff, a lot of the action sequences and things are shot around the fact that he was a fucking martial artist. And that was stuff he always did, yes. you know. And uh-huh. Mahershala Ali is not that, which is fine. He can tell a different Blade story, but, like, what they're going to do is going to have to kind of be a different feel in general for, you know, a different person. I mean, I guess there's also, I mean, they can do a lot with Again, use the computers and stuff. Yeah, you know. I have to have them be the one doing the fights, obviously. But I know they're trying um, to do more and more in-camera stuff, you know, as, yeah. as they can. Especially, you know, obviously not like we got more CG with Matt Murdock and stuff this time. But flipping around Daredevil is kind of what we've always had in the comic books. We can get that in Blade too, but a lot of his stuff is kind of brutality and punch sure. and swords, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it all depends on I how got much they for train. Everybody. Yeah, yeah, that's you know. Absolutely. These people wind up getting. I mean, first of all, they're they're Hollywood actors, so they're all in very good shape. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you know, they all work out every plan. single day to yeah. keep that physique to be on camera. You know, like you don't stay every day as a Chris Hemsworth or a Scarlett Johansson and don't go to the gym every single day. The fuck, yeah, week, right. You're you not skipping I mean? like that's just yeah. how it works. So they started off in a good place. They're already like coordinated and strong and in good shape, and like I'm sure that. W- a lot of them probably train some sort of martial arts just for the, because they all got personal trainers. Yeah, it's good cardio. So like, you know, you put those people in, and tell them they're making a movie a year from now and start getting them with a martial arts trainer. They can get pretty far. That's true. Yeah, you know, and I'm not doubting Mahershala Ali. You know, you know, he puts his all in his roles. You know, he. But it's obviously not going to be like dude, but... 
Wesley Snipes, who Wesley Snipes could have mm-hmm. competitively fought people. Right. Yeah, time. exactly. Yeah. Wesley Snipes has been trying to do a MMA fight with Joe Rogan for years now. <laughs> a legit one. Like he oh, legitimately, and like, Would as far as I know, Wesley Snipes is, has got, is like belted, like in, in yeah. more than one thing, I think. I mean, that motherfucker so, is intense. Even at his age that he moves like a son of a bitch. Like <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't. You know, who else is, you know who else is a deadly, deadly man is Josh Holloway. Yes, absolutely. You can definitely <laughs> still play Gambit, regardless of what anybody says. Those dimples are fucking time-proof. As long as they don't cast Channing Tatum. I, I you know, I genuinely like Channing as a as an actor and a dude, but like, yeah, no, no, thank you. We got a taste of his New Orleans accent in fucking uh, uh, Hateful Eight, and it was not uh, enjoyable. So I'd like him yeah. to please not. He can produce it all he wants, but uh, let's get somebody else. I also think there's some people out there that are such big celebrities that they can't be. Like, mm. he'd show me like, oh, that's him. You know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't see... Almost like when Star Fox shows up and you're just like, that's Harry Styles <laughs> in a costume. Like he's the he's one of the biggest celebrities on the planet. Are we gonna? Pre- it's hard to lose myself in this character. Here. Yeah, exactly. It's like why the Matt Damon joke works because it is one of those things where you're like, that's fuck it. It's like in uh, Interstellar where you're like, fucking Matt Damon's in this movie. What the hell? Right. Like it's just immediately it's Matt Damon, and I love that they play with that in the Thor stuff. But yeah, there's certain actors that just could not be. A character, they're just gonna always. I, for, I wasn't even thinking about the Thor thing when you said that. When you said the Matt Damon thing, I immediately went to Team America. Oh yeah, and that's, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Matt too. Damon. Paul <laughs> Matt Damon knows how to say. It. He's like Groot. <laughs> you can just say Matt Damon. There's a Planet X with a bunch of Matt Damons originally on it. That's a terrifying. Apparently, option. we're going to Planet X too, or there Marvel's wanting to. Oh shit, that'd be cool. Because Vin Diesel tweeted something out this week about thanking everyone for supporting the Groot series, mm-hmm. and um, now he can see why Marvel's trying to figure out a property to go to Planet X. Mm, interesting. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess we're going to see more about uh, Rocket's origins in Guardians 3, so maybe we'll get to see more about like how him and uh, Groot teamed up you know, and stuff. They've always been yeah. a pair, even before the Guardians and stuff, so... We definitely cool. didn't get any Can't answers wait. in this group series. Yeah, no, that was just a I hate series that of shit. things. Like, I hate shorts. <laughs> I think they're fun, but they shouldn't like hype them up in the same way that they do exactly. A and that's kind of the problem. Like, they gave it the same kind of fucking fanfare that Werewolf by Night got. Mm-hmm. Werewolf by Night mm-hmm. is an hour long movie. Yep. Yeah. Where these Groot things are like these little no, there's no talking in them, Mm-mm. and they're six seconds long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's like Groot gets out of a fucking flower pot. Like, great guys, this is why do we? I woke up early to watch these. I thought it was going to be a real show. Right, I didn't realize it was going to be five three minute episodes. Yeah, yeah. The way they that announced mostly... it made it seem like it was a show, like a full on series about baby Groot doing stuff. I and mean, they, Disney puts them. They don't put them together as a series, so you have to go find each one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they don't just really play into nauseous. each other. It's so it's fucking annoying. It's like, oh, well, thank you guys for making me not enjoy this at all. I guess they were still trying to figure out the specials thing, but I mean, like, I don't. They did the Ooh, Star Wars PJ stuff. PJ right? Scholes is showing her boobs. Oh shit! On Halloween right now, she, she doesn't know she's showing them to a killer. Uh-oh. She thinks she's showing them to her boyfriend. My, Michael Cho. Michael sat there for a moment. And decided, do I put the glasses on outside of the ghost thing or do yeah. I leave them off? Michael <laughs> yeah, Myers took a time and he just went, do I do I do the glasses he or do did. I don't do the glasses? I fucking love that. That 
that is a great the, moment. I've never the thought shape I've watched this movie a million time. times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Michael Myers like, all right, let me kill this guy. Let me put this ghost thing on. And you know what? Let me pick his glasses up and yeah. put his glasses on the She'll outside. She'll never buy it if I don't put it, the glasses on the outside. Yeah, to make this more convincing. So <laughs> yes. that everyone knows I'm being him. <laughs> the unknowable Three. creature. <laughs> cast only as the shape in the ridiculous yes i love it the shape oh the shape john carpenter you amazing bastard he really is that dude is a treasure especially after ghosts of mars yes oh i ice cube's finest moments well no that's anaconda but still (laughs) yes you mean there's snakes out there this big (laughs) that's one of the that's one of the that's like uh here's looking at you kid that's like a like one of the greatest lines in movie history. I would the, like to see a Mount retrospective where it shows, yeah, like all these different great lines from movies. You know, my mama said life is like a box, of ch-. and then it just cuts to fucking Ice Cube and Anaconda going, "You mean there's snakes out there this big?" Fucking yells it real loud in the middle of all these iconic lines. Oh, that line read is classic. Though. That's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that's why, that's why he's Hollywood's biggest star. Ice Cube. Ice Cube. The biggest star Hollywood has ever known. Star of the the thing where he's in an RV. I can't even make the riff. I don't even know what those movies were where he's with his kids um, on a road trip. I'm not going to sit here and act like the barbershop movies aren't owned by me. Oh, yeah. No, that's true. Because I do own the barbershop movies. <laughs> those are real. And Friday. Yeah, those are real too. Isn't it crazy though when you think about that? You watch the NWA movie that like NWA is blowing up and they are so controversial. And these gangsters in the public eye. And Ice Cube's at home writing Friday. Yeah. yeah I got an idea. Comedy. I got an idea for a stoner comedy. <laughs> like, okay. All right. You got a lot going on there, don't you? Yeah, buddy? it's a layer. Yeah, you're not just a good dude from TV, huh? Well, we probably ought to wrap this up because we should probably get back to our movie here. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Let you finish up uh, uh, fucking Halloween. And... But we had to talk a little bit about some things that happened this week. Pretty crazy. Yeah, weird, wild stuff. Didn't even get into Man Thing being an MCU now. Like, holy shit! Oh, I like I told you, I feel like the show should be called Man Thing and his friend <laughs> Werewolf by Night. Yeah, absolutely. Man Thing was the draw of the show more he so stole than that shit. Werewolf by Night. And I mean, I'll be honest with you, if I had a gripe about the show, it's the creature design of Werewolf by Night. Yeah, I think they were just trying to go classic. I guess I know. know, and I I get that, but like the motherfucker needs a snout. Yeah, I like a snout, but they also they want you to see the actor's face. That's that's that whole thing too. Uh, yeah, you know, you don't get the guy from uh, Itumama Tambi in and and cover that face up. So, I mean, you got Pedro Pascal wearing a fucking mask every <laughs> no, week. No, that's on true. The Mandalorian, absolutely. No, that's so true. <laughs> So can we get werewolf? I mean, Gal Garcia Bernal looks like himself through fucking ninety five percent of the show. He's a werewolf at the very end. Can't he just look like a werewolf instead of a hairy guy (laughs) for like ten minutes with face paint? (laughs) Yeah, just give the fucker a snout. That's what. Okay, I threw American Werewolf in London on this week and watched the like that transformation, dude. That's an impossible standard to set to. It's so incredible. but still, like I watch that and I go watch this, and Marvel's the biggest film company in the history of the world with the biggest budget of anything besides the fucking Chinese military and the U.S. military ever, and they can't put a snout on this motherfucker. They got to make him look like he, he just looks like he has like a little bad bunny fro <laughs> and some hairy shoulders. Like I get that they're trying to make it look like the old Universal monster movies, yeah. but he doesn't look like he's a wolf. It's true. He just looks like a wolf man, I guess. You know. 
he does. He looks like the Wolfman from the original Wolfman. I hope that when he starts running, rubbing elbows with like Doctor Strange and stuff, that he grows his out. Make him more wolfy. Yeah. Yeah. Make him wolfier. They'll probably do that thing where they make him less wolfy. He'll just get fangs and that'll be it. You know, and be the come to the point where he just looks like that'll just be Tony Shalhoub at some point. <laughs> just a hairy Tony Shalhoub jumping around. No makeup. Just him. He's just there. No makeup they didn't even hire him. him. He just came to do that. I just do yeah. this. They I found him walking around. He's. He's in like a flannel zip up and a ball cap. He's, he's not even in costume. Hey, Tony, you're the werewolf now. Come over here. But you're a werewolf now. We're definitely excited about uh, more holiday specials to come from Marvel. And Yeah, well, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special is just yeah. around the corner. That is this year, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. And then the movie comes out in May. Next year, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we still get one more uh, holiday special this year. We get the Guardian special, and I'm sure it'll be awesome. Fuck yeah, setting a good bar. Um, I'll tell you what, though, James Gunn's got a lot of work to do if he's going to top Peacemaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Peacemaker's so fucking good. Mm. It's it's better than it should be. Like It is. Yeah. A, a spinoff show of Suicide Squad starring John Cena as Peacemaker <laughs> should be dog shit. Yes. If you read it on paper, it should be, I'm not, I'm not going to like this show. It's the fucking best thing DC has done. It's one of the most charming things I've ever watched. It's so fucking It great. is. And like, I don't know, there's just so much. It's also very open-minded. Yeah. It's very, It's just, it's very, very, oh man, Robert Patrick is so good. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, he's such a good villain. I love him so much. I mean, there's a white supremacist villain. <laughs> it's incredible. We need more of that. <sighs> we do, we need five more seasons of Peacemaker. Yes. All right, so and then let everybody know we have some some stuff coming up. We're going to be interviewing my band, yes, in a few weeks. So be on the lookout for that. Um, I guess Ian will probably take more of the reins that day. Yeah, because uh, you'll be having to do some performing, hopefully. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Let's figure out how to perform. Okay, um, we'll figure that out. But if yeah. nothing else, we'll make it work. Um, yeah, we'll figure something out. Anyway, well, uh, yeah. I guess that's it for the week. Goodbye, everybody. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, for Josh Custer, I'm Ian Maxwell, you know. And for Ian Maxwell, I'm Josh Custer saying, enjoy your boils. boils. Love it.